Bob Betty Barr here, and welcome to episode 15 of Bob's Thoughts. Uh, today's thought is one that I've actually had for quite some time, actually discussed with my family quite often, and get a few cocktails in me, and I will probably share this thought um, pretty much out in the wild, but I want to get this one recorded because I do have such strong feelings about it, and it's interesting that I say strong feelings because... The subject of today's Bob's Thoughts is the phrase, I love you. And uh, it's many different applications, but where I'm going to start the thought today is how in media, and I want you all to take note of this when you're consuming your hit television shows or watching your major motion picture films, and uh, take note of how many times you hear the phrase uttered, I love you. Uh, in its context, even in passing, where you might be using it casually where it does not apply, listen for that in your media consumption. And that's kind of where the backbone of this thought comes from. I was, um, I don't remember if it was a, necessarily a downtime in my life or maybe a time when I wasn't saying it enough and maybe it's because I wasn't hearing it enough, but I started to take note, like even so this is gonna sound crazy, like even the most heartfelt of television shows, uh, even current uh, on television, think of uh, This Is Us. It's a very moving television show and it really is focused around the love that people have for one another. But take note how many times you actually hear it and see it uttered in the show. Uh, movies are the same way, there's been so much Pop culture, I don't know if pop culture is the right word, but uh, just so much in the way of media where those words don't come out. And I think that has a definite, you know, it, it begs the question, does does art imitate life or does life imitate art or what's going on? But I think a lot of it boils down to is maybe we're just not saying I love you enough. Why is that? Do we... Do we feel like we have to hold it close to us and reserve it for this very, very sacred, you know, occasion? And then with that sacred occasion, are we saying that it has to be, has to be earned? Like it has to be saved for the right moment and the right person? I mean, yeah, I'm sure, I guess if you apply those kind of parameters to it, that really means, you know, that it's special and it carries a lot of weight. But can't we say it often and at the times that we choose and freely to have it carry and still have it carry as much weight? Like, why does it have to be so reserved? Um, I found myself challenging the notion of that and really evaluating, you know, what does saying I love you mean to me? Obviously, you know, I enjoy saying it to my my children, my spouse, my family members. But really, that's a love. Uh, this could be controversial, but well, spouse you choose, kids you birth. Um, those are choices. But when you're born into a family, you unconditionally love them because you're born into that family. Question mark. But yes, definitely you do. So you say I love you to those people because because you're supposed to question mark because you're intended society is intended 
that unconditional love to families that you're born into. But even that, think about how media, popular culture, art embodies that concept. Even in the family unit, in the media that we consume, how often do you hear those phrases uttered or that phrase uttered? So I questioned that a lot. And really what ended up happening in my life is I found myself being free or allowed myself to be free to share that love and declare that love for people that I chose, friends, um, you know, family. And I, you know, I'm not, didn't coin the phrase. People mention this a lot, that family that I choose. But why wouldn't you tell those people that you love them? And what does that mean? Does that mean that, that I would jump in front of a train to save your life? Yeah, probably I would. Um, I would trust you with my children, which are offspring that I love dearly um, and would definitely do anything to save them. And I would trust my children with you. I don't say I love you to people that I wouldn't trust with my kids. So that's kind of a, a litmus test there. Like, wouldn't I would trust my kids to live with these people that I say that I love you too. But I found that when I kind of reevaluated and readjusted that thought process about being free with saying I love you, it allowed me to be more vulnerable um, in all aspects of my life. I think there was a time where I was very hesitant to admit shortcomings or deal with failure because, or deal with failure publicly, or maybe deal with it altogether. But some of that I think was directly because I wasn't comfortable with or wasn't used to being vulnerable. And I'll tell you what, if you tell a person that you are not blood related to or, you know, committed to for the rest of your life through marriage, well, think about it. Even before when you're with that person and it's that tense moment, you know, oh my gosh, I I think I love this person and I want to tell them I love them. But what if what if they don't say it back? And like, that's a giant fear. But really, at the end of the day, does it really matter? I mean, yes, if you're going to, you know, stand up on an altar and profess your undying love to stay together for the rest of your lives, death do you part. Yeah, you probably are concerned that they say it back. But in other instances, you just, you put it out there and you live that feeling. You live that phrase, that I love you phrase, and it's either going to come back to you or it's not. And I don't think it's a judgment or a statement or an evaluation of anything related to you if it doesn't come back. Should we not love someone who doesn't love us back? How do we, you know, are we really going to keep score or do we just say I love you and, and, and be good with that? Be good with that in our own heart because it's good to, it feels good to love, I think. Um, so anyway, getting back to the vulnerability part. So once you say that for the first time to somebody that you're not in a lifetime commitment with, uh, it's, it's terrifying, but also incredibly liberating. And when it is a shared feeling with a friend, the look on their face is one of like astonishment and relief and joy. And uh, I've just been amazed, and it's really been probably over the last decade or so, that I've shared this phrase, said I love you to people that aren't in my family. 
and they, I mean, it truly is. I mean, it's not a, it's not a fake thing. It's not a, it's not a salutation. <laughs> it's not a saying goodbye. It's a very intentional, you know, it's a very intentional conversation, a very intentional statement that I love you. And I'm not expecting it back. I just want them to know that, you know, I do love them. I think it's important to, for A, for me to be able to share that. And for B, for people to be able to hear that. Because it it shares that willingness to be vulnerable. I think if you put yourself out there, if you truly believe it, and you make yourself vulnerable to that person and to yourself by saying that phrase, it's a win-win for everyone. Even if that person doesn't, you know, reciprocate that feeling, which is totally okay, it still resonates with them that there's someone out there who has said, I love you. And it's not about a, you know, a, a make babies together relationship or sharing the same parents. I guess that's still a make babies relationship. So, you know, it's, it's that, it's that vulnerability that you get from and share. And that topic of vulnerability has come up a couple times in our house, how important it is to be able to, once you are able to be vulnerable, how, I don't know, it's like you open up and things come to you. God, it sounds, wow, I've been saying that a lot lately. It sounds so hippy-dippy or whatever, but I truly do believe it. If you open yourself, heart, soul, whatever you want to open up, however that equates to you, things come to you. They come back and they're usually good things. Even let's say in an extreme situation, you open yourself up and you are hurt by that. There's a negative consequence, negative impact. It's still an opportunity for immense growth because you opened yourself up. And that can be applied to so many different things. You know, that could be you know, applied to taking chances in any number of realms. Yeah, obviously work's not about saying I love you, but if you make yourself vulnerable in a work environment and take a chance to, for the betterment of yourself and for the betterment of other people around you, that that vulnerability allows you to grow. And really, with for me personally, that saying I love you was a big opportunity for me to grow as a person. I mean, I don't think... I, well, I know that if I hadn't crossed that bridge, that threshold in my life and found myself comfortable with saying, I love you to people that aren't related to me, there's no way that I would be talking about stuff like this in a microphone, putting it out there for everyone to listen to. So I think that's this exercise here, this podcast that I'm doing is another exercise in vulnerability. Yeah, sure, it's incredibly selfish because I'm documenting things that I kind of want to hold on to and share possibly with my kids if they ever listen to this silly thing. But just also for myself, maybe, you know, 20 years from now, I go back and I take a listen to this and see if I've grown as a person from this point or if I've stagnated, stayed the same, or, you know, if if I've retreated, maybe something, you know, something bad something unfortunate happened and caused me to retreat, I can come back to something like this and, and remind myself that, you know, I used to be open and vulnerable and willing to say, I love you to people that I'm not related to, people that I truly care about. And really, this one's going to be kind of brief today because that's really the baseline of the thought. And I do want to put that challenge out there to 
listen carefully to the media that you consume, you know, the entertainment and take note. Um, if you hear that phrase and wonder about that and see in your own life, if you reserve that for only the most sacred of times, and that's great if you do, but I would love to know why you do that and what the phrase I love you means to you. Uh, it would be great if you shared that. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at bootnumlock, or you could find me on Facebook and friend me if we're not friends, or you can email me, bob at b-a-t-y-b-a-r-r.com. Let me know what you think about saying I love you and what that means to you personally, and tell me if you think I'm full of bunk. But uh, it makes me feel good, and I I think it makes the people that I love feel good when I, I share that love out loud with them. So thanks for listening. Have a great time. And uh, I'll catch you soon with some more of Bob's thoughts. Thanks. <laughs>